3: our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite.
2: Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit J.DPower.com/awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
1: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of Webmaster Radio.fm is prohibited.
2: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session.
0: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet. Hello, Johnny.
4: Hey, happy holidays, buddy.
0: Happy holidays to you. Well, not yet. I close I can't enough. wait until it hits.
4: <laughs> it's close <laughs> enough for me. We did the whole oh. Christmas tree thing and everything this weekend, so I'm all, I'm all psyched.
0: Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, we got, our, we got our Christmas tree yesterday. I went down and cut my first one down. I've never done that. Nice. Yeah, so it's. I wanted something absolutely as fresh as I could get, and I got that. That's no doubt about that.
4: I'll tell you what. Any any tree we get up here is about a billion times fresher than what we were getting down in Florida. We wouldn't even <laughs> buy live trees in Florida; they, they were they were dead by the time they got south of Atlanta.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, if you cut anything down out there, otherwise you might end up with a few creepy crawlies crawling in your home.
4: That's true. I heard it, I heard a story about somebody getting a snake in their tree recently this season. So we, we got that.
0: Yeah. No, no, thanks. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have to worry about that out there. Yeah. Right, anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward. I just, I find it very hard to focus in December. I enjoy, it. I get so excited. My, it doesn't help that my uh, little boy just keeps talking about it. <laughs>
4: nice. He, he's still full bore Santa. He's, he's like, have you taken him to see Santa, all that good stuff yet?
0: Yeah. Well, this is really the first year he's been excited. He's only three, right? So he's um, absolutely berserk. Everything he sees, he goes, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, so Merry excited. Christmas, Xander! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Uh, it's, fun. it's really fun. So, uh, uh, I feel like a kid again around them, and I, Christmas does that to me anyway. But anyway, good times. So tonight, uh, or today, tonight, depending where you are, we're doing a uh, show on do-it-yourself SEO and uh i really wanted to, to to cover a few basics. We haven't done this in a while and i and i think a lot of people find that uh, we get a little bit advanced at times. So let's go back to the basics. Uh and how we want to do this today is in a, in a few different steps. First we want to start with doing your doing the SEO yourself. Second we're going to get into analytics. We really believe that analytics has to be set up on your website. It's just the basics, just the absolute basics, but you do need it there so you can track what's going on along with your website and, and how things could be improved in the long run. Third will be link building. And fourth, if we have time, and I don't know that we actually will, a little bit of rudimentary social media marketing. Uh, so starting with do-it-yourself, uh, we want to start with taking a look at your own website. Now, John, you had a few ideas there, didn't you? Yeah,
4: or, I, yeah. I, I'd say the, the first thing to do is is find a good tool that'll help you get a jump start on what to look at, what's important, what's done. There's a couple of them out there that I've used in the past um, that can give you some advanced information. There's a a couple out there that can give you some really basic stuff. Um, The first thing I'd probably recommend if you really want to do it yourself and get into the nitty gritty is go out and get Screaming Frog Spider and have it run on your site. Now there's a free version of the software. Um, The free version will run up to 500 URLs. So if you have a site that's much bigger than that you might want to invest I think it's 60 bucks to get the paid version but if you have a small enough site use the free tool and when you when, you, when it runs it's a spider that will run and it will look at each one of your pages and it gives you a bunch of information about each page and the key things to look at When you run a tool like that, is look at your title tags. Are they all unique and and do they really talk about the content of each page? Look at your description meta tags. Um, Look at your even now look at your keyword tags. Make sure they're not stuffed full of keywords because the engines will use that to identify you as a potential red flag or spammer. Um, It'll it'll show you the H ones and H twos on your pages, and and it gives you.
0: The H1 basic, H- basic. H- H- well,
4: come on, you tell us, Ross. What's, what's a H1, buddy?
0: <laughs> heading ones. Heading one tags. So if you've got anything you want to highlight on the page, often use a heading, like just like you would imagine a heading on a Word document. Um, it, it's used to highlight anything that's the heading of the page. So we just – sorry to cut you off. I just really want to make sure we're really basic this time around and okay. don't overwhelm sure. anyone. Um, so heading ones and heading twos are, are agreed Yeah,
4: right so, so the headings and, and it looks at a lot of different fields um, the spider does and each each row it comes across kind of like a spreadsheet And each row is one page of your site and really what you want to make sure at the very most basic level that each item in that row is talking about the same topic. So you can identify your keyword topic for the page. It's in your URL. It's in your title. It's in your description um, in, a, in a H1 header tag. So you can look at a really high level. You can see your whole site to see how well it's optimized from a targeting perspective for each page. So to me, that's one of the first things I like to do. Um, is there any tools you look at from a very basic level, Ross? The-
0: yeah, I'm trying to think of like – we use so many things at such a high level uh, you know the the best one in terms of what you're going to get unfortunately it does cost something but and it's a monthly cost i, I really i love I love the SEO Moz tools and uh, what you get out of I think it's a uh, pro user account um, and unfortunately you know it's going to cost you about a hundred bucks a month unfortunately, but what you get from that is you can have your entire website analyzed through uh, seo Moz and it will provide you a ton of detail on what needs to be fixed and what what might be wrong with the website and then they have what i what i like the most for people who are trying to do it themselves is it has all the backup you need they've got tons of articles tons of 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 fantastic tutorials videos and it's all included um if you're going to do it yourself make sure you've got enough knowledge to back yourself up because you're going to run into occasions where you're going to find great info as you know, streaming frog SEO spider is awesome. And by the way, it's 99 pounds. So it's UK. So it's not cheap, but at least that's only a one time fee. Um, And you're right. Fantastic Intel from that. But what to do with that information may be a bit boggling for someone. And I think SEO Moz has everything all the way from the basic to the fairly advanced. Uh, You know, I'm not big on pitching one thing, but if I had to, so far, I don't know another program or or solution out there that is as effective for backing you up as well. And if you have a question, you can ask one free one per month, I think it is.
4: Okay, very cool. So an- another tool that I use that's more of an overall site analysis tool, and again, this one's free, is woorank.com, wooran com. And I'm actually going to just put it in here, but step four. Fourth, oh brother,
0: <laughs> cobbler's shoes, cobbler's shoes. I'm gonna say that right away. <laughs> well,
4: if I got to spell it right, I guess there's not a P in step fourth.
0: <laughs> there is a P,
4: or not two P's. I should say I had two in oh, there. Yes. <laughs> so what root Woo rank does is it actually looks at a lot of things, and it the, the kind of the cool thing about it is it gives you a number score out of a hundred points. How many points do you get? Which in a very Entry-level SEO, it's really a good metric for you to see when you're fixing things. Since it's a free report, you can run back, run it again, and see if what you did improved things. So you can see if your score went up. I mean. <laughs> that's that's a quick way to check to see if you're making any progress. Of course, the ultimate goal is to, to have your rankings improve, um, which this is not really going to help you with. But it, but it runs through a bunch of sections. It'll run through uh, – it'll talk about the visitors to your site, um, the content of your site. It'll look at how many pages you have indexed and what are your most popular pages. It looks like it's your on-site SEO for your homepage, like your title and URL, meta descriptions. It, it also looks like the heading tags all the way through H1, all the way through H6. I'm um, going to look at how you're handling images, whether you're in frames or using Flash. So it has tons and tons of nice analysis points. But what it does extreme Spider doesn't do is it gives you off-site information, too. Um, when was your last Google crawl date? How many backlinks do you have? How many of those are .edu? How many are .gov? Um, it looks at a couple of major directories and, and references in social media. So it's a really nice tool for a beginner to look at and, and see some really immediate red flags on what's going on, on your site. So things to address um each of these different items it has two things one a little little circle over on the right hand side a little green check mark if you're okay um a little yellow circle or orange circle if you needs needs a little bit of work and then a red x in a circle if you have a problem with it um, and the other great thing about it is, there's a little blue box right next to the title of each of those items that it's looking at, and you click it, and it opens up, and it tells you why is this a problem, what does this metrics mean, um, where's some information about it? it, tells you with a little scale, is it easy to solve, difficult to fo- solve, does this problem have a high impact on your rankings, or is it a low impact? So it's got a lot of great information to get us, get somebody just beginning to at a high level. This I need to do this. These are the things I need to do for my site.
0: Very cool. I was just uh, trying to get our chat going here, so I could jump in and answer questions or help out with anyone, but it didn't get going for me here. Yeah, but, uh, by, the,
4: by the way, step forth is a sixty-eight out of hundred. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never
4: I've actually using this. I've never seen a site over eighty. So
0: <laughs> ah, well, that's something I guess. <laughs> Although ours should be. What's your site again?
4: I don't have a site. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh brother. Okay. So, um, you yeah, I'll get to the chat at some point here. Uh, what's next on our list here? Uh, I was thinking about a tool and if you can fill the gap for a sec here, I'll try and remember what I was thinking. Uh, I just got distracted of that chat room. What, what, Sir, yeah. what was your question? Well, what, what, okay. Let's just start with this. When it comes down to optimizing your website, uh, where would you let's say just one page? Where would you start? I would start with a title tag.
4: Yeah, without a doubt. Well, I'd step back a little bit. Before you even start with a title tag, you have to know what that page is targeting. What say so you're going to do a little bit of keyword research, right?
0: good bet good bet so keyword research what kind of tools would people use i would i would use the google web the google keyword tool so if you just type in google keyword tool on on google you'll find it in a heartbeat and it's it's yeah. meant for adwords users that's people who are paying and if you go in there you can You have to go through a bit of a a rigmarole, like a captcha, just you have to enter information and such. But then you get access to this data and you can type in any word and it'll tell you the frequency of related phrases or even that phrase, as well as that phrase, I should say, Mm -hmm. of uh, what is typed in most and searched for. And it's often really enlightening.
4: Yeah. So there's three things to be sure you know about when using this tool. One, over on the left-hand side, as you scroll down a little bit, kind of tied into PPC, it lets you select the volumes by exact match, broad match, and what's the third one? Phrase match. So you want to check broad match um, most of the time because that's the one that's going to give you the most suggestions for keyword research. But if you want to know really tight numbers on a very specific key phrase or set of key phrases, hit the switch that check mark to exact match and that'll give you just the numbers on that exact phrase. Um, second thing you want to know about this is that those numbers are averages. They're I mean, not averages, but they're rounded. They're not the exact numbers. So you get ones that are always in the, rounded to the nearest thousand or something. So you're not going to get exact numbers, but it will be very close, especially at the, the higher volumes are not going to be exact. And the third thing that, that, that really helps is to understand when you the default view when you use that tool, there's two columns of numbers. One is local results and one is global results. The one that is usually most significant for you is the local because the local is really what country you're set at. So if if I'm searching from the U.S., the default is going to be U.S. And when I do local, that means U.S. searches. If I go global, that's worldwide. So unless you're targeting the entire planet, you want to use that local number. And you can change the local number Um, up top. It'll it'll actually let let you select which areas you're searching. So I can change it from U.S. to Canada um, or vice versa. And then that local number changes based on whichever area I selected. And if you're going
0: international – sorry, go ahead.
4: No, I was going to say – so if you're using that tool, be aware of those three things.
0: Yeah, that – last bit is probably the most important i i I see so many people giving me data that just looks wild like wow there's that many searches and then i you know we have to double check is this local or is this (laughs) global because it vastly different data and and it's extremely important especially culturally Um, each country has such different ways of searching could be spelling could be uh, the actual words they're using it's it's pretty phenomenal and and i I do suggest taking some time and going through that. And and for example, one of my friend's sites that actually got me going on this, Robin, she has a yarn website where um, she actually not yarn, but she sells uh, some of the clothing she makes. And, uh, you know, I... I know there's a huge economy there, and I know there's a lot of intricacies around that, the types of yarn, because people have allergies or, or prefer this particular type, or maybe one of them's organic, or maybe them's not, maybe it's different dyes, it's just insane. Uh, so I'm like, keyword research will be absolutely critical before you go ahead and optimize your site. Now, let's say we've got the right phrases. You then want to go to the individual pages on your website and figure out what that page should be about. Okay. Once you know what that page should be about, you then start crafting the content to make sure that that, that particular key phrase is obviously well pre- represented because remember search engines are just robots, you know, really. They're going to the page. They just want to see something really clear. And if that particular phrase is well used within the page, not ridiculously. Remember this has got to be readable. It's you're mostly you always want to Optimize your site for users first, search engine second, okay? So make sure that the page is very readable. But if you can, where possible, add this phrase in. Make it work into the text. And then the title. The title should um, it preferably lead with that particular key phrase and then build off that. So um, let's say uh, I can't do a yarn one. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I just don't have it in my head. Uh uh, SEO services, let's say. <laughs> Shocking I picked that one. Um, SEO services uh, hyphen, um, let's say, Atlanta SEO company. How about
4: yarn for winter scarves?
0: There you go. Were you searching?
4: No, no. <laughs> no I was not. thinking about knitting, but no. You're
0: just a talent. <laughs> uh, okay, so whatever it is, it, it should be really clear because when people go to a search engine and they do a search – the title will really help them determine which which listing they want to click on. They don't always click on the first listing. They want to click on what appeals to them, and if you can make that title really appealing, that will go a long way to getting the click through. The and next, they, one, yeah. think,
4: think think about it from this perspective. When in whenever anybody puts something in a search engine, basically they're asking a question. You know, I want information on this. And you have to be the answer to that question. And if you're not addressing that question specifically, they're going to go somewhere else. So you need to target what they're asking about. Mm-hmm. You're the answer to the question.
0: Good point. Good point. Well, uh, before we get on to the rest of the page, there's a few other elements we want to talk about, and then we're going to jump to the next one. We should take a quick break. Okay? We'll be right back.
2: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
1: From the creators of we build pages experience the power of the internet marketing ninja an exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas mastered in the arts of social media local marketing content creation seo reporting and yes link building the internet marketing ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public visit IamNinjas.com. The ninjas
2: are coming.
1: MySEOtool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOtool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOtool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOtool risk-free today. Go to MySEOtool.com. MySEOtool.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Hey everyone, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media.
2: And this is Dave Davies
1: from Beanstalk SEO. We just wanted to wish you a really happy, healthy, green Christmas and a prosperous new year. Indeed, Jim. And to all of our clients, guests, and, and the valuable listeners of uh, Webmaster Radio, happy holidays. On behalf of Webcology on webmasterradio.fm, happy holidays. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year.
2: Okay, class. Take your seats and knocking. Recess is over, and SEO one hundred and one is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO one hundred and one. <laughs> Get that echo, here. Welcome back to SEO one hundred and one on WebmasterRadio.fm with john carcutt the director of seo and social media for advanced internet and myself ross dunn ceo of stepforth web marketing inc for the break we we're talking about uh, keyword analysis and uh, optimizing the title tag and a bit of the content but we want to also get into how your website should be set up to present a very clear picture to search engines uh, in terms of themes now john you you were mentioning this in the break and so why don't you take it away
4: so when you think about keywords, you think about your content, you think about your navigation, think about it in terms of themes. So if you have sections of your website where the pages make sense for them to be together, like you're, they're all talking let's let's say we have a recipe website, the baking section, all the recipes about baking and all the articles about how to bake should be in one section and and the the uh, pasta section, we we'll talk about recipes and pasta making and that that's a section. So that's a theme. So if you think about your site in categories as being themes, but you can take the idea of a theme all the way down to the page level. And we we talked about keyword research. We talked about identifying the right terms to target for a page, and then you have to theme that page around those terms. the the, the terms should be in your headline. They should be in your title tag. They should be in the body of your content, in um, links to the page from offsite. So th- everything that that from an SEO perspective around that page is talking about the same theme, and we don't say specific keywords because if you don't want it to be just one exact phrase, the same keyword over and over again. You want it to be a theme. So if you're talking about um, making pasta. Sometimes it's spaghetti. Sometimes it's pasta. The, the, the engines know these, these words are related. And if you, if, if you have a bunch of related words all in the same theme on the page, it's going to be much better for you, actually, than if you have the same keyword repeated over and over and over again on that page. So theming is the new targeting, keyword targeting, is you want to theme your page um, around a topic, not around a keyword. You want to stay precise. You don't want to get too diluted. You don't want to talk about too many different types of things on the same page because then you get dilution. But you keep that theme as specific as you can. Focus on the theme, not the specific phrase. That's that's the recommendation.
0: Yeah, that's very good. And and, and before we go on the next step here, uh, one of the things I, I was actually just reading today, uh, I thought it was put to, put to quite well. I'm just hoping I can actually reframe it here. Was. Uh, Think of each section as a totally unique – like if it's a book, if you're, let's say you're looking at a library, uh, a wall of, of, say, six books. These are six different, different sections of your website, and there's one book that's the uh, above all of them that references each one of them. That one book may be the home page. Then you go to each other book, and then all you read about, let's say it's about um, Audi vehicles. Um, it's only about Audis. That's it. There's nothing else. And if you want to get to the other one, you could be really, really, really SEO friendly. And the only way you get to the Porsche book is to go back to the homepage and then get to Porsche. But that's a bit too much. I think if you just had a, a button, let's say in the navigation, you'd say Porsche, you'd go to that section. Then all of the navigation in that section is about Porsche. It's so clear to search engines when they go in this room and they index sites like that, that what the content is in each area is that they will do better um, in ranking. So I hope that makes sense. It's, it's very difficult for me to, to put that back into words again. Though.
4: It's it's categories. It's categories. And I think Bruce Clay initially termed it siloing. So you want your content in silos on your site. So you have to go over to the next silo to get all the information about the the Fords. And then the next silo over is all the information about the Chevys. And and as you drill down in those silos, you get more detailed about the different brands and mix and models.
0: Yeah. I remember back in the day, Jim Hedger, when he was with uh, Stepforth here, we were all outside planning this. It was, I don't know, it was 2001 or two, And and theming is what we called it at the time. I have no idea what... I didn't even hear about siloing until yeah. later. I know he'd done it. he was done it, doing it then too, but
4: it's... Oh, yeah. And themes is the best way, I think, to describe it to most people. Just sometimes that visual of a silo on a farm field helps.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, the next part is... Uh, I guess we decided to go the route of of how to tell that what you're doing is working. Um, do you feel that we should jump to that at this point?
4: Uh, I think before we do that, we should talk a little bit about link building because that's going to impact whether your efforts are working or not, too.
0: Okay. Well, okay. We, we had it on the third one, didn't we? Okay. So link building. Sounds good. Uh, now – one thing I like to start with with link buildings is, is directories. Very simple. It's easy to do. You just get out there. It spends a little bit of money, like let's say getting into Yahoo directory, $300 a year. It hurts, but it has some benefit because in order to get into the Yahoo directory, you have to be um, uh, reviewed by a human. Like there's, They only do it manually. And if you get into it, Google knows at least that you're not – Hundred percent spam, or at least weren't then. <laughs> um, and then there are other other directories as well, ones that are relevant to your industry, ones that are relevant to your local area. Uh, it, it gets there's quite a bit of depth there. But in terms of let's say it's yarn, yarn directories, yarn businesses, uh, independent. Uh, what is it yarners? I <laughs> don't know. <laughs>
4: like, yeah, I don't know what you call someone who uses yarn. A knitter, maybe.
0: A knitter. Oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm slipped. Okay.
4: So, so, so a little, l- a little, a little thing about Yahoo. Just a little piece of trivia. That when you sign up for Yahoo, and it's an expensive link, it's you know $299 to, to submit it. And they don't even guarantee they're going to list you for that. You're going to pay it, and you may or may not get listed, though 90% of the time you're going to get listed. Um, but they give you the option to automatically re- renew the billing when you do that. Um, so the next year, because it's an annual, it's supposed to be an annual fee, $299 a year to be in Yahoo. And they give you the, the, the option to automatically rebill you. Do not select that. Because from my understanding, and if Yahoo's listening, I didn't say this, um, you pay the first time. If you don't pay the next year, I have yet to hear of anybody that's gotten – that had their site removed from Yahoo because they didn't pay for the second year. So you know, unless, unless it's critical to you to be in that Yahoo directory every single year because it's driving you tons of traffic as well, don't, don't auto-renew – you know, And then the next year, just check to make sure you're still listed a couple weeks after you would have renewed. And if you are, you're good to go.
0: That's because a very, very uh, affordable tip. I like it. Yeah. So we're saving just, people money.
4: <laughs> yes. And, and a lot of times you don't even have to be – I mean, their editors will put links and, and sites in the categories just because. I know my, my old site, Applied SEO, was in three different categories in Yahoo, and I never paid a penny they just decided to put it in there. So they're not going to go in and remove stuff in most cases if you don't pay the next year.
0: Yeah. And then also th- this is only if you really want to get out there quickly. Um, I know many sites that don't have a ranking in Yahoo and they do just fine. Uh, it's true. just that if you're looking for good signals, if you're a new website, brand new, the more positive signals, the better. And this does give you a, a very uh, decent signal to Google. Okay. Again, Google is looking for anything that, that, denotes trust that it makes your site look as though it's it's for real it's not trying to jip anyone off it's not uh, a fake site that you know it's not doing uh, bait and switch you name it you know all the lovely stuff we can find online so it, it's mm-hmm. very important that uh, you have those kind of signals uh, what other directories come to mind like big so, general ones
4: so the the, the big ones you always hear about and there's always controversy around is the dmos the dmos mm-hmm. is um DMOZ.org. It's the – what's what's the actually direct I – mean, it's been so long since I did it. What's the actual – what does it stand for? Brother. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been
0: there. Open Directory Project?
4: The Open Directory Project. And, and um, it, it, I think it's interesting to note that DMOZ has been around forever. It's, it was originally started as an independent project, then AOL bought it, and it's been rumored to be up for sale for quite some time now. It's also the base, I think, for SEO Moz's name <laughs> – I don't know why, but it is, Um, but there's all kinds of misinformation about this directory. And it's, I was an editor at one time. I have friends that have been editors in the DMOS and it's, it's one of those sites where you submit your listing and you just, Got to forget about it. If it gets listed, it gets listed. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, I can tell you from my experience as an editor at DMOS, the biggest issue is people submit their sites in the wrong category. And what happens is if I'm an editor of a category and someone submits a site to my category and it's, a, it's not the right category, I try to move it to the right category. But when I move it to a category, it goes to the bottom of that category's queue. So if I had 50 sites in my queue, in my category, and it eventually worked its way up to the top, might have taken two or three months. Cause remember, I'm a volunteer editor. I don't do this every day, all the time. So 50 sites in a month is actually a really high level of editing for a DMOZ editor. So let's say there's 50, 50 sites in my queue. It took you a month or two to get to the top of my queue just to see you were in the wrong category. Then I'm going to put you in another category where it's going to be another two or three months before it's even looked at by an editor to see if that was the right category.
0: If so there is an editor.
4: If there is an editor. Well, <laughs> if there's not an editor, the responsibility goes to the editor up above there, that the next level up. But that guy's probably got six or seven categories without editors that he's, that he's dealing with that all might have two months worth of queue. So the fact that, you know, it's, it hasn't been listed in a couple months is not something to worry about. It's just something you've got to submit it, and you've got to just forget about it. And someday it may or may not get listed. Um, they actually used to have a support forum that you could go to, um, the DMOS did, and you could request, you know, information about your submissions. The at the very top, pinned to the top of the forum, when I first started going there, it said do not request information on your listing if it's been less than six months since you submitted it. They wouldn't even give you a response. Then within a few months, they change that if it's been less than a year. So, so they wouldn't even give you a response to what the status of your submission was unless it's been a year since you submitted it. So yes. definitely submit it. Find the right category. Um, that's your the biggest tip I can give you is make sure you're in the absolutely perfect category. Um, and then you, you'll have a few months to wait and hopefully you'll get listed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I don't even know how much weight it has anymore. Uh, it's such a slow That's site.
4: True. But it, it is a hugely authoritative site from a from link standpoint. Um, it's not as I don't think it is as authoritative as it used to be um, no. because it used to be that people would take that list um, of all those listings in, in the DMOS and they would replicate it. Google used to have a directory that was based off of DMOS. Google got rid of its directory, but if you get listed in Demos, you were also listed in Google's directory and probably 100, 200 other directories because Demos sent out their information via XML and other methodologies. So, people so, used that to build directories.
0: Yeah. So, to everyone, again, it's dmoz.org. And, and uh, don't spend a lot of time on it.
4: <laughs> Despite how much
0: so- time we talked about it it, it, it is a lot yeah. of work. If, submit it if, forget it yeah exactly uh, and move on into creating great content on your site um, uh, as a knitter i would recommend robin have a blog uh, and write about what you've done and, and i i know it's a huge community one of my um, i was in a, a business group a while back and, and we were all each other's board members and one of the companies that was in the group was a, a very popular knitter here uh, a knitting company and i learned a lot more than i ever thought i'd ever learn about knitting and uh one thing uh, was how did, fanatical did you take that it market up? is. No, did I you didn't know. No, and you believe it or not, football players love like there's a lot of football players that use knitting to try and relax. I had no idea.
4: So, yeah, see another reason I'm not watching Canadian football. I'm just saying.
0: No, no, American footballers. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 All right. Uh-huh. Okay. And probably even ex-navy guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: actually Air Force, so I – Oh, yeah. Air Force. All, all
0: <laughs> They're power knitters. No, anyway. Um, <laughs> we
4: need on <all> the fly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, brother. Um, <laughs> uh, so link building, that's just the basics. That's directories. Now, the other aspect of it is to participate in other um, – Websites that have discussions about knitting. Uh, Perhaps there's a great article someone else wrote about knitting. Get in there and talk about it. Uh, This, of course, applies to any website. We're just using knitting as an example here again because uh, Robin actually gave me the the idea for this uh, show today. So
1: um... (laughs) she's already sewing right now.
0: There
2: you go.
4: We're knitting together a show today based on this.
0: Yes, there we go. Oh, my God. You're pun hell. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I'm getting a headache.
1: (laughs) Link building.
4: For for link building, I think – in my opinion, link building is probably the most creative part of all of SEO. I've heard so many stories of really creative ways people have gone out and gotten other people to link to their websites. And, you know, I hate I hate this term, but this is the best place in all of SEO to think outside of the box, to think of ways to find people to link to you just that other people haven't thought of. That's the way to get the, the best, cleanest, newest links. Um, there's so many examples of ways to link build. Directories are one. Um, guest blog posts are one. I think, you know, participating on sites like you were talking about, Ross, is one. Sponsoring um, events is a great way to get links. Sponsor contests. I mean, you think about any ways, reason someone might put a link on a page, and you figure out how to get them to make that link to you, that's link building. And that's critical to, to driving success for SEO is getting those inbound links to your sites and pages
0: keep in mind that those links when they do link to you your goal um if if you have the opportunity to is to use the same Ooh. key phrase when they're linking to you you know they usually use a a piece of text to link to you um is the phrase that that page is about uh, that you've optimized that page for and hopefully they'll do that logically anyway cuz that's what they tell the page is about but <laughs> if you have any influence over it, that's a wonderful thing to be able to do. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have
4: to be the exact phrase either, Russ. Think of that no. whole theming thing that we're talking about. As long as it's on the same theme.
0: Synonyms even, yeah.
4: Yeah, that, that's, that's helpful. And there's, there's even a lot of people talking about – when you think about the, the profile of your website, you, your, your website has what we call a link profile. And that's the big picture of all the links pointing to your site, to the home page, to the internal pages – well, the engines look at that profile as a whole as well, not just the individual pages. And they, they can tell if there's artificial link building happening because 25% of all the links in your profile use the exact same key phrase and point to your homepage. They know that's probably an artificial link building because that's not the way it happens naturally. There should be links to your your UR, using your URL as a link. There should be images. There should be click here's. There should be read more's. There should be a whole wide variety in your overall link profile. But you need to have at least some links with those targeted terms or related terms to those pages on your site
0: and and before we take a break here another thing about link building is an idea, I love linking up ideas for blogs and one of the things I've found really successful is ask questions, it's kind of odd but ask questions about knitting let's say you are a knitter you ask questions about what would you do if you had this issue or this and then put your own opinion and say i really would love to hear more opinions on how you would handle this and try and build a community around that and the best part about that is you formulate the title of the blog post, that particular post, in the form of a question that you know people are searching for regularly, and you become a bit of a resource for people who are, are, are searching for exactly that question. You can go for obscure questions, uh, really popular ones, whatever. I'd start with obscure and build your way up. Um, then your site b- builds such a, a rapport as a, a site for assisting others and uh, a, an actual resource that you have a better chance to to rank well. Now, uh, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about how to tell if your efforts are working before uh, we cut out here.
2: SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for
1: happy hour. You're already done for the day?
2: Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org
1: Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the
0: advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs.
1: Learn, optimize, connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2012 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2012. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2012. IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org
2: now. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination.
1: and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com.
4: Hi, this is Glenn Engler, CEO of Digital Influence Group and your host on Market Edge, wishing you and yours a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, and a
0: happy 2012.
1: From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year.
2: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Karkut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we're discussing uh, well, everything about getting that site of yours uh, well optimized and out there on the search engines uh we just finished talking about link building and now what we'd like to do is get into google uh, analytics or at least figuring out what it is um that will show you how how well you're succeeding online now i, I kind of gave it away there but <laughs> what we like to use is google analytics at least the basics of it um is uh because it's free and it's a simple installation um if you have a Google account or if you don't, it's easy enough to do. Just set one up. Uh, just go mm-hmm. and create a, a Google account at Google Webmaster Tools. You just type in uh, or, or sorry, Google Analytics. Just type that in on Google. Go to the site, create an account, and they're going to give you a piece of code you just have to add to your site. Now, anyone who has a website hopefully has the absolute basics to be able to do that. If they don't, uh, maybe you're using WordPress. There are certain plugins like Google Anli- mm-hmm. Analyticator. That'll allow that to, or make it really easy for you to install that information.
4: I actually I actually read a st- statistic today that said that ni- over 90 percent of all sites using some type of analytics package were using Google Analytics. 90 percent are using Google Analytics are using any kind of com- tracking. That's amazing to me
0: Wow, well, the kind of data they, they have access to I know they don't technically use it, but -hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and analytics and,
4: and so let's talk about why analytics helps you you know tell if your efforts are working what is what does it give you ross
0: well for, for one thing it allows you to track what people do when they get to your website how they got there how long they're on your website which pages they go to where they left where they pause longer uh it, it's absolutely invaluable information because let's say uh someone gets to your site from um what was that example you used uh, for, for knitting, for keyword search?
4: For knitting? Oh, yes. for um, great holiday scarf yarn.
0: <laughs> okay. So great holiday scarf yarn. They get to your page. You're like, okay, well, that's exactly what I wanted them there for. And then they go to your, your homepage and then they leave. Uh, that's a really basic one. But if they do that, what's wrong? What What is it about your page? Are you saying that phrase? Have you got a picture talking about Great holiday oh, – I can't even remember what it was now. Man, am I having a Scarf remembered. yarn. <laughs> Scarf yarn. There we go. Uh, <laughs> make sure that it's really well represented on that page and perhaps offer a special. Do something that gets them arrested and gets them go to that next page. They get hooked. And on that next page, again, pull them down the funnel to a ultimate, ultimately to the sale. Now all that information is is easily accessed in google Google Analytics, and there's tons of tutorials out there too on how to use it
4: so let, let's let's keep this one on one Ross because that's actually getting a little more detailed. So okay. realistically, what Analytics will tell you is which keywords people are finding you for and how much traffic those keywords are sending you. So that's really – and you see you want the number of keywords that people are finding you with to increase. So if they used to only find you using these 10 keywords but you do all this stuff to your site and now they're finding you using 100 keywords, that's a win. You've you've increased your exposure in search by tenfold. Um, and then you look at the traffic around those. Um, and a really good tool, another tool to use in conjunction with analytics is the Raven SEO or the Raven tools. It used to be Raven SEO tools, but now it's raventools.com. What they'll let you do is track your keywords rankings. But the cool thing about their tools is they'll let you overlay your ranking charts over top of your traffic charts from Google Analytics. So you'll see for this term, I was ranking here. I did some SEO, and now I'm up uh, up five places. And you can actually see on the same chart, when you've increased five ranks, how much more traffic that's sending you through mm-hmm. the analytics. It's a great combination of tools to really understand how well your new targeting, your SEO efforts, your link building is impacting your site from, from a traffic and rankings perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, uh, Raven Tools, I think they had a cheaper plan before, but they don't anymore. It's only $99 minimum per month. Um, I didn't again, know that. Yeah, getting highfalutin. It looks like I'm just on their wow. side now. Now I use them religiously, but as an SEO company, that makes sense, right? Uh, we actually have it. I think an enterprise package, or is it agency? Yeah, I can't remember, but it's big. Um, we pay too much money. <laughs> it's very good, though. It's it's effective. Um, so yeah, a lot of these tools are getting quite expensive. So really, I wouldn't. You know, I use Google. If I were uh, on a budget, I was. I would use Google Analytics to find out where I'm ranking. It gives you good, fairly decent information, and if you if you marry that with Google Webmaster Tools, now this is I was
4: something I'm just going to say that yet. good, yeah. I'm just going to say that.
0: Uh, okay, Google Webmaster Tools is another thing. You just type that in online. Just search it on Google, and you'll find it. it. is another place where you can use that same Google account. Log in, and it'll again ask you to prove that your website is yours. Once you've done that, they kind of open the they, they give you the keys to your kingdom. They'll show you. Google will show you what it knows about your website, what errors it sees, uh, what, key, what rankings you have, and what rankings – I always it's get a, this wrong because I know it changed, but I think it still shows you which rankings are actually providing traffic and not just showing up in, in top searches.
4: They've actually integrated the Webmaster Tool data into Webmaster Analytics now. So in Analytics, you can see some of that information, not in Webmaster Tools, but well, if you can, if you marry the two, like you said, once you're in the internet a- analytics platform, you can see some of that um, click-through data on specific keywords and where you are ranking during those click-throughs in Google Analytics.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, um, and and there is quite a bit of di- detailed information that you can access only in Google Webmaster Tools. Very
4: true. Very true.
0: And uh, you know, it even tells you what significance it feels your website has based on the keywords that it sees. So yeah. if it's not picking the right phrases, you know for sure that there is something wrong with the relevance portrayed on your website. Right,
4: you know, and we've talked about a lot of things when it comes to do-it-yourself SEO today. But if you you know, please sign up for Google Webmaster Tools is one of the first things you do um, because there is a ton of information in there, and it's the only place where Google will reach out proactively and, and tell you what's happening with your site. If they're having an issue crawling it or if, or if they've removed you from, the, from it because of an issue, they'll actually tell you in Webmaster Tools. If you're not signed up for Webmaster Tools, you cannot get that information directly from Google.
0: Yeah, and, and it's absolutely invaluable. And again, if you're going to do this on an absolute zero budget, it's just time, Google Webmaster Tools and Google Analytics, those are the two yep. tools you really want to use. And, 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 to
4: be, and to be fair, Bing has Webmaster Tools available as well. So if you're worried about your Bing presence, they have a Webmaster Tools. I can't remember what they call it, Webmaster Central, I think it is. Uh,
0: stopping stop
4: stop fair well, a little bit fair around here
0: <laughs> well you know what we're, we're down to the last minute here even less so we better cut this off uh, I hope this helped uh, there's a lot more we could talk about frankly ours uh, uh, that's I, I guess a good thing since this is our job um, <laughs> but uh, if you have any questions please post them on our Facebook page that's facebook.com slash SEO 101 podcast and you uh, Remember, every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, we are uh, airing uh, our show. And and Brasco just reminded me by Skype that I'm quite excited about this. Next week is my 100th episode. Very excited. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I can't hardly believe it. But uh, everyone, have have a a, great week.
4: We do have a lot of questions on Facebook to get to. So, put some more
0: there. Thank you.
4: Thanks for listening, everybody.